Have you ever doubted your own self-confidence? Hmm. Being over 50, I'm not sure I can count all the times I have. Going through a divorce, questioning if I chose the right career after already devoting 10 years of my life to it, and then dating as a single mom. I'm not as young, maybe I don't look as pretty. The questions just keep coming. Whether it's self-doubt on our life choices or our surroundings or our appearance, it creeps in. Join us here as we share tips and stories of how to grow your own confidence inside and out with experts who have also experienced the highs and lows of self-confidence. I'm your host, Kelly Buckley, and this is the Beautifully Confident Podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Beautifully Confident Podcast. I have Michelle Moras with us today. Uh, Let me tell you a little bit about her. She is an award-winning, internationally recognized, inspirational speaker, published number one best-selling author, intuitive leader, wife, and mother who has been stirring audiences and individuals to action through her compelling message of self-leadership, resilience, and living a life of intention. Michelle's infectious presentations and coaching inspire her clients to rise above negative self-talk to reclaim their inner grit. Michelle encourages you to be your best version every day and live unapologetically. Her fiery spirit and passion drive her to candidly share the key moments that transformed her into the irresistible force she is today. You can learn more about Michelle and her writing at www.michellemoras.com. And I want to welcome you back to the Beautifully Confident Podcast. It was so great to have you as part of our launch team. Be sure to check out episode number one to hear more from Michelle, but we're going to dig in today to her story. So I want to welcome you and can you share your story? Oh my goodness. Where do I start? Um, (laughs) (laughs) I was born a poor black child in Louis. No, I'm Blasian. I always say I'm the Blasian Oprah. I'm coming. So my father is French Creole. My mother is from the Philippines and I was born in Jersey and went to the Philippines when I was like six months old. And then I was raised in the Philippines in my mother's country. And then uh, I didn't move here into America until I was 15. So I have quite the colorful past. And it kind of makes me, I think, more open as a coach because I've experienced so many cultures. I mean, I, I married my high school sweetheart and we've traveled the world and we ended up retiring here in Colorado. So a bit of my backstory is I used to run political campaigns. I wrote for politicians in Colorado. And I thought my calling in the world was to write for other people. And then in wow. 2014, I was in a car accident. And I shared that in episode one. Go back and look at it. I was in a car accident where I obtained a traumatic in, uh, brain injury and lost four areas of my brain. I lost my frontal lobe over my left ear, the back of my head, and my two hemispheres disconnected. And they didn't know it because I was functioning just fine. And then about 12 days after the accident, I stopped talking. And then I stopped walking with assistance, without assistance. And then um, I just kind of went neutral. My husband would carry me downstairs and he'd put all the pills in front of me, put alarms. I couldn't talk. I couldn't move on my own. It was a horrible place to be. And I was stuck in my head with all my inner critics telling me how unworthy I was of living. And I ended up fighting with those voices because when you get suicidal, but you can't move, it gets kind of difficult because you get really miserable. So I started fighting with the voices and saying, wait, I am worthy. No, I am a good mom. Just fighting with them in my head. And I wrote a book about it when I came out of this. But anyways, I'm looking for my book. I wrote a book about it. It's called It's Not Luck Overcoming You. And 
But what I found in those arguments with those voices is the inner critic, it's not there to stop us. It, it was there to challenge me. It was there to make sure I wanted what I wanted. Did I really want it? So for instance, you know, I want to be a speaker. Ah, oh, you can't speak. You stutter all the time. You've got this, you know, you've got an accent, whatever, whatever goes into your head. You look, you or in my case, I was like, oh, I look terrible on stage. I don't ever want to be on stage. And what I found was those inner critics were challenging me to say, yes, I can. I'll prove it. So when you're thinking that your inner critic's holding you back, look at it in another way and say, is it challenging me to prove it or back off? So my other backstory is two years, three months, I was stuck in my head. And what I ended up doing was I got a calling. Basically, I got suicidal and I told, screamed at God in my head, if you hate me so much, just kill me already. Actually, the reason that was as in this book, by my anthology, Hold My Crown, Women of Grit, Share Stories of Resilience, I led 19 other authors and we all shared our stories of resilience. And the reason I had thought God hated me is I share a story in there about something pretty horrific that happened to me. And I thought with my brain injury, it broke all the walls down. So that thing that I hid in my past came down full force. And I remembered everything. And it was, it was like watching a movie of myself. It was terrifying. And I told God, you know, why do you hate me so much? And I heard, you're not dead yet. Get up. And okay, when you hear a voice come from nowhere, that's the most terrifying thing in the whole wide world to hear. And in my TEDx that I did called Eat, Drink, and Be Merry, when I came out of my concussion time, I did a TEDx and I named it Eat, Drink, and Be Merry. And I used the voice that I heard. And I say it's my mother-in-law, but it wasn't my mother-in-law. But on TEDx, you can't do religious stuff. So I said it was my mother-in-law. I heard of my mother-in-law say it. But when you hear a voice like that tell you to get up, when I realized all those years I thought I was alone in my world, I remember being a teenager thinking I was alone. We're not alone ever. That was one scary and two really cool. And then the next thing was, I realized that if there is a God, because I wasn't too sure there was one before, if there is a God and he just told me to get up, I'm not special, which means he's telling the rest of us to get up too. And we're not listening. And so I went, my goal now is to make sure the rest of the world realizes that we are being watched, guided, protected. And even though we go through some horrific things in our lives, sometimes really what it is, it's a learning process. We've been given the tools to make it through anything we've been put through. So if you get the book and you read my story, you're like, how in the heck is this lady smiling and doing what she's doing? I now know I was not alone. It would have been far worse if I was alone. And I, was, I survived it because I'm supposed to be able to share to get other people to stop doing what they did and for the ones who bad things happen to get back up. And I take it as a mission that I had this. Now, soon after, about eight months after, six to eight months afterwards, after I came out of my concussion time, I found out I had breast cancer. And I was given like three months to live because they caught it late. Spoiler alert, I'm still here. The cool thing about that is there were people telling me, you know, how can you believe in, in a super being that puts you through so much? And I said, I don't think they're putting us through things. I don't think he's putting me through things. But I do realize that it's empowering me to help more people. The things I've experienced have been able to bring me into different rooms and different conferences. And I can speak to everyone about pretty much every topic. And they all say, well, what about this? Well, this happened to me. You don't understand. I've experienced it too. So 
it's almost like I've been given an experience catalog so I can relate to more people across the world. And I personally think that is the most beautiful, amazing gift I've ever had in my entire life through the pain that I've gone through and all the trauma I've gone through. I now see it as a gift that I can share it back to other people. It's now my calling. So beautifully confident. Remember, anybody can be a clear glass. We're all born clear glasses, really. Actually, when we come out of our mothers, I think we get one crack. But with every hardship you've had, it's a crack. It's a break. It's a little color. And every hardship you've had, every traumatic experience you have, whatever it is, crack, 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 crack. But every experience colors you in a different way. Yeah. Would you rather be the clear glass window that everyone can see through? Or would you rather be that beautiful mosaic stained glass window? I see beauty in our brokenness. And I think the more you look in your life and you see how broken you are, that is how beautiful you are, how much you survive. Beauty is in that strength that you had to get back up and smile again and realize that the sun comes up every day, you know, that kind of thing. So beautifully confident. That's one of the other reasons I loved your show title is that women don't realize how beautiful we are through the tragedy we've gone through. And for you women out there who say, oh, I had a baby and now I've got this tummy. That's one of the brokennesses that make us beautiful. We carried another life, okay? There are women out there and there are a lot, a couple of women in my book who that was their whole plan is they wanted a baby to carry their own and then they couldn't. So your scar is the scar they wish they had. And now they have a whole different scar because of in vitro and things like that. And I had to help them see that there is a beauty in that too, that you're giving hope to other people that there is still another way. You know, oh, there's just so much beauty in all of our brokenness. I could go on forever. Oh my gosh, I love that. Wow. I actually, I just started reading your book, Hold My Crown. So yeah, I'm I'm anxious to be inspired by all of the stories in there. That's amazing. Oh, thank you. I am the very last story. Okay. I will keep that in mind because I might jump to the last. I'm that kind of person. It's okay. They're all individually written. So you can write, read them separately. All right. Wow. So my gosh, so much for you to overcome and still get back up. Just amazing. So I have I have a couple questions written here. Okay. You actually sort of went over a lot of them already, which is just amazing. So, but after like reading a little bit about how the book came about and I was looking at that. So who is in your life that is holding your crown to help you move forward and support other people like you are? My tribe, all of them, all of my okay. queens, my husband my business partner, my podcast partners, my uh, everybody. I have a huge amount of people that I have brought together. Now, I'm a big believer in, well, you can't be an expert in everything, right? And so I'm a big believer in that. So what I do is I find people who are very good at other things with me and together we move together. And so they all hold my crown, depending on what different things are. And when I'm a having a rough time. I've got my girlfriends from college and my best friend from when I first moved to the United States after I had my babies. And I've got a a nice tribe. I mean, I lost a lot of them during my cancer and my brain injury. I lost the fake friends and all the real ones stayed and they're magnificent. So yes, I have a lot of people holding my crowns 
and I move so fast, it's good because I run and I throw a lot of crowns. And people are there to catch them. That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> I'm there to hold theirs too. I'm always ready for them too. So, and you've written 14 books. Is that right? I've written three and then I've been in other people's compilations or written uh, their foreword or done the main quote on the front of the book on a total of 10 so far, okay. I think. Yeah, because 13 Steps to Riches, it's 13 books in one series and we're on book 10 right now. Okay. So if somebody is down and feeling like, I want to grow my self-leadership, I want to grow my resilience, what is one place that you would encourage them to get started? Do you have events coming up? Is there a book that you would recommend that they get started with? Where should we go? Where should you go? Number one, follow me. I know that sounds kind of self-whatever, but really follow me. And you think I'm fun here. You should see me on a daily basis. I'm always doing this. My book is currently out of print. This one is out of print. It's not luck overcoming you. Uh, you can go on Amazon and see if you can still get it, but I'm about to republish it at the beginning of next year. It's not luck overcoming you. This is the book I think everybody needs. But no, follow me. Uh, if you go to my website, I have a couple of online courses. They're small ones. But if you do the drop down for courses, I have a couple of small ones online that are just self-guided. And starting next year, I'll have a group coaching course where you can you do a lot of things online and then we meet Zoom-wise once a month. Okay. So that's another thing. So track me. Get on my page, my michellemoross.com and uh, subscribe. And then that way, you know, when the class comes out, because right now I'm prepping for my TV show to go. So can you talk a little bit about your TV show and what, you know, what are some of the main parts of it? Okay. My TV show is called Mental Shift and it is on the new channel TNC out of the Philippines. And so right now I stream through Asia. So out of Colorado through Asia and wow, Ireland and Australia, I believe. But I just got bought by Z TV, Zondra TV out of Dallas. So now I'm on a full all six continents minus Antarctica. We don't know if anyone's watching in Antarctica. So six continents. And that starts October 1st. And then in the beginning of the year, we're building my set right now. But right now we're doing Zoom because I'm in the Philippines, right? I'm Zooming into the Philippines. But what we just did with Zandra is I'm going to have my own studio audience with chairs and five cameras. I mean, the whole shebang. And um, wow. that's coming. The mental shift it started off as a radio show, then it became a podcast, and then it became a live stream during COVID. And then it got picked up by TNC in the Philippines. And now it's a TV show. So it's grown. So Kelly, watch out. You never know what this, <laughs> what this is going to do. So basically, it's grown. And mental shift is I bring people from around the world and I interview someone every Tuesday night at 730 Mountain Time. And we talk about what they used to do, the mental shift that happened in their life that made them realize that either they weren't living enough or that they wanted to do something different and how they shifted it, their mindset, whatever, to become whoever they are now. Wow. It's beautiful. So if you want inspiration, watch that show. You could go on YouTube. It's right now. You can find it on. Actually, you'd be better off going to my, go to my website and look for it because TNC has thousands of shows. You, it would be difficult to find mental shift on TNC, I think. So, or just follow me and then catch me live on Tuesday night, 7.30 Mountain Time. And then that way, I have some pretty cool people come on. And uh, they're all just so inspiring, the things that they do and the things that they used to do and the mental shifts that actually cause them to shift into what they do now. Beautiful. 
Wow. That does sound inspiring. That would definitely help grow someone just to even watch and see, you know, where, where could I go after this? Yeah, exactly. Well, cause there's, and they're all on replay on Facebook too. I mean, so there's just so many other places to find it, but if you go to my website, I'm pretty sure there's a button that says mental shift. Okay. If there isn't, there will be. Okay. I was on your website. And so for our listeners, Michelle's website is very easy to navigate. You can check the show notes to see everything you need to, to get to it at, to find all of these things. So everything will be in there. So I have one more question for you. After, you know, hearing all of this, I'm curious. So is there a dream that you are, have not realized yet in your life? Do you have a, a dream? Yes. This is what the TV show is all about. My whole dream since I've come out of my coma, basically, is I want to bring back the Carol Burnett show. I want to bring back the variety show. So for those of you who don't know who Carol Burnett is, look her up. She was funny. She could sing. She had guests come in and she would have guests come in that had, he's an accountant for whatever, whatever. And then he would come out and sing and dance. You're like, holy smokes, these people have more talent. So basically what I want to do is bring back the variety show. And what I reason I want to do that is we've stopped laughing at ourselves. We've taken ourselves so seriously that everything's in the fence. And I'm like, we used to laugh at each other. I want to go back to laughing and enjoying the differences in each other and that we all have a talent and that we all are different, that we're just like our fingerprints. None of us are the same. So none of us should look and fit into that same peg hole. And by bringing that Cara Burnett show-ish back, that's my big dream. That's my goal. I want to bring back the variety show. That's awesome. And I do remember the Carol Burnett show. I haven't thought about it in years, though. So through that, are you trying to inspire people to realize that they have many talents? Yes. Okay. Because people look at me and they do, what do you not do? Because I speak, right? I speak. I'm an actress. I'm on, if you Google my name on IMDb, I'm in like four or five sci-fi movies. I'm always the anchor though. I'm never the lady running and getting killed. I'm always the anchor or <laughs> news person. But then I so sing, I'm cutting an album sometime in the next several months. I'm a world traveler. And they're like, what do you not do? And you have, I author books. I'm a narrator for children's books, for imagination video books, for children who have no sight or poor sight. I narrate children's books. If I were your angel you know, those kind of things. And they're like, what do you not do? And I do, I don't load the dishwasher and I don't skydive. You know, I mean, I don't know because I keep doing things. And the same with you, the same with all of your listeners. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And a lot of things, like I said earlier, I think I said that in the first episode, is that a lot of the things we believe we can't do is because we heard someone else tell us we can't. When I was a little girl, I was told, nah, you're okay of a singer. I am singing. Okay. And I've got people doing, I want to do an album with you. People from, you know, who work for Sony and people who work for, you know, whatever, big people. And I'm like, I can sing, but I believe for 47 years of my life that I couldn't. Who put that in my head? So think about this, all of your listeners and you, the things you think you can't do, can you really not do them? Or did you just not find your own way yet? You want to do it. Go find your way, not someone else's way. That's awesome. That's so great. 
Well, thank you so much for being here. And yes, listeners, you need to check out the show notes and find Michelle and follow her. (laughs) What an inspiration. Thank you so much for being on here today, Michelle. Thank you, Kelly. My complete and utter pleasure. Absolutely. If you need to grow your confidence, resilience, and self-leadership, be sure to take the tips that you learned from Michelle today and start creating the life you love today. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Beautifully Confident Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and review and share this with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you in your beauty and confidence journey, visit my website at beautifullyconfidentpodcast.com.